0: I'm Lindsay. I'm here to teach you proven strategies to be your own therapist that will take you from anxious to relieved. I'm here to help you feel lighter and hopeful while building a life full of meaning. I'm a licensed anxiety therapist running a successful private practice in New York City. So from someone that gives therapy and has been in therapy, I'm here to help you use the formula that moved me forward through serious anxiety in my own life So follow along as I share what works and what doesn't. This is Unlock Your Therapy. Welcome to the Unlock Your Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Huttner, coming to you from New York City. I have a special episode today where I'm interviewing a guest. We're going to be doing some guest highlights and interviews on the podcast to Get some information from specialists in the area of anxiety and women's health so that I can bring you some more specific, accurate information for different topics that are not in my wheelhouse. So today I'm interviewing Kimberly Kelly. She works at Wren Wellness. She's a licensed acupuncture and herbalist with over 20 years of experience She's based in Manhattan in New York City. She works with emotional health, hormonal health, and fertility. And she practices Chinese medicine as well as acupuncture to do treatments with people around improving anxiety symptoms as well as fertility and treating women's health. So she has a lot of interesting suggestions and discussion around what does acupuncture treatment look like for anxiety? How does it actually improve anxiety symptoms for somebody, as well as how does Chinese medicine improve anxiety symptoms for people? So I found this to be really interesting. A lot of my clients do acupuncture and find good results for treatment of anxiety in conjunction with therapy or anxiety coaching, and she also works with fertility. And our group private practice that I have, aside from here at Butterfly Effect Therapy, we work With maternal mental health. So we do all things with infertility, pregnancy, postpartum, women thinking about getting pregnant, women with health concerns or mental health concerns. So it was fascinating to hear about her treatment cycles she does to help improve fertility and hormonal health for women. And I get a lot of questions about that of natural ways women can work with their fertility or improve their hormones. Most of my clients tell me that their anxiety symptoms or mood symptoms get worse the week before their period. They have a real increase in anxiety, an increase in being irritable. I'm constantly hearing, well, my week wasn't so great, but it's the week right before I get my period. So it's to be expected now that I think about it. My anxiety was really high. I really struggled. I was not very nice to people that I live with. And I just got my period, so it all makes sense. Because that's about half the month, right? If you're a woman, the week leading up to your period, and then when you have your period, you're not feeling optimal for most women. So instead of suffering for half the month, just kind of saying, oh, that's my cycle, and that's just the way it is, I have horrible anxiety, I'm super irritable, and have a lot of mood issues... Instead, being able to feel like you are doing something proactive to optimize your health and hormone balance and get more information. I'm really all about these days getting that biological information and, and medical information from different tests we can do now ourselves. And using specialists in different areas that have access to more in depth tests and information. And even aside from testing, just supplements they might recommend, Chinese herbs you can take, doing acupuncture. These are things that are not as invasive as a lot of medical testing when you go into a fertility clinic or into a GYN office, for example. So I think these are great things to try out. I also love that. You can start off with just a video consultation, a telehealth appointment to explain your situation and ask for advice on where to start with that, with where you're at, and then go from there. It just gives you more information and who doesn't love more information about how to be you know, living optimally? I'm going to be getting into in future episodes what I'm doing to optimize my health right now and the journey I'm on. It's new for me, so I'm going to share more maybe in another episode or two about it. But I just loved having Kimberly on this episode, so I hope you enjoy it. And you can find Kimberly through her website, RenWellness.com. She's also at wrenwellness on Instagram. There's a few of them, but she's just at Ren Wellness. Nothing else after it. I'm going to put a link to her freebie that she's giving to our audience on the show notes. So there'll be a link there. It's also right on her website, renwellness.com. It's a free fertility guide. You can also watch her free fertility masterclass, which is a four-step fertility framework. So I love that. I think those are two great places to start. I know she also... Is going to be offering a course as well on fertility. So check out her information and I hope you really enjoy this episode. I think it's packed with valuable information for anybody. Take care and I'll see you all in the next episode. Welcome to the Unlock Your Therapy podcast. And we talk all about things from anxiety. We also have a lot of people in the maternal mental health space listening. Um, So I'm really glad you're here because a lot of my clients and our audience members ask me so many questions about acupuncture supplements things they can do for fertility things they can do for anxiety and my clientele is definitely both and so um, it's wonderful to have you here so you've been practicing acupuncture for over 20 years is that right? yeah yeah. I'
1: started practice uh, back in two thousand and four here in the city. and uh, yeah, it's been I can't believe it's been that long, but uh, it's been a great couple of decades and just helping a lot of people. And yeah. yeah, it's a great way to spend the day,
0: yeah, oh, that's great, so tell me when people come to you with anxiety, let's use anxiety first as an example. But mm-hmm. if someone were to call you and say, like, I'm having a lot of anxiety and how can acupuncture help me or how can your services help me in particular? Like, where do you start with them? Yeah. So I have everybody come in for a consultation
1: so we can get a health history and just an understanding of how that anxiety is manifesting for them in the case of anxiety or whatever it is. Um, It can sort of manifest slightly differently in different people. So I want to just get an idea of what they are experiencing and that helps me determine sort of what kind of pattern they have. Chinese medicine is very much about pattern differentiation and So three different anxiety cases might all present with the Western notion of anxiety, but in Chinese medicine, we're actually seeing three different uh, patterns happen and they would all be treated slightly differently. So when people are wondering, how is it helping anxiety? In Western terms, it's the easiest to explain in that we really are rewiring the nervous system. So we're receiving the nervous system and we're taking them out of that fight or flight sympathetic response and just shifting them back so that they can more regularly go back and forth between the two systems and hang out a little bit more in the rest and digest. And then there's the immediate effect, like during your you know, initial visit, you'll actually feel your nervous system changing. People get up off the table feeling pretty different. You know, About halfway through the treatment, they'll often feel like a wave come over them, or they just sort of feel that everything has shifted and they are in a calmer state. And then as you go through a treatment series, then you are having a cumulative effect so that each time we're nudging the body into that uh, more regulated function, then each subsequent visit, they are the, the body is holding that messaging a little bit more so that as they get towards an end of a treatment series, their body is then able to regulate itself a little bit more readily.
0: Yeah, no, that's wonderful. And the type of therapy I practice is all about using mindfulness, which is very much the same of rewiring the neurons of the brain, right, to hang out in the present moment more and to not be in the future, not be in the past as much, but to have that option of a neural pathway for present moment focus. And yeah, you're rewiring it in a totally different way that they can, you know, really see on MRI studies. And it sounds very similar to what this is doing for the nervous system.
1: Yeah, I think similar. you know, meditative practices, a lot of the CBT practices, acupuncture, there are all doing more or less a very similar thing. So when they come in to me, it's a very passive experience. They just have to lay there. But of course, they're not coming up for acupuncture every single day. So then in addition to what we're doing, then it's good for them to go and then have these tools, the types of things that you're teaching so that they have a daily practice or a daily tool that they can implement whenever they need it, whenever they're in a bind and they can't, you know, just rush off to the acupuncturist every minute. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I've only done acupuncture twice, but I keep saying I want to go back because it was so relaxing and I didn't go for anxiety. I went for this knee pain I had and it totally took care of it. And then I worked for um, the VA hospital and they hired an acupuncturist. Yeah. Recently, which was wonderful and she would do it on us all the time in the office and so oh, she would cool. do my ears and yeah. I would just like be able to do my progress notes with like acupuncture in my ears and it was so relaxing I loved it. Yeah it sounds like walking
1: around an acupuncture school you'll see people yeah. studying and they have like a pin in their ear or a pin in their head to help sort of their cognitive function. Yeah, Yeah
0: it was great. Um, so you also treat fertility and you work with women going through IVF, you work with hormonal health. And so tell me a little bit about what that looks like and what kind of the treatment looks like if someone were to go through a treatment cycle with you.
1: Yeah. So again, everything is usually a treatment series and we're almost, we're almost always including acupuncture. And then sometimes depending on the case, Um, We might include an herbal formula or some supplements. We're usually going to include some sort of nutritional guidance, you know, because that has a lot to do with fertility is sort of the nutrition that's coming into the body and just giving the body substance and building blocks so that it can make things out of it. Um, So when people come in, again, we'll go through the evaluation. We'll get an idea of what is going on with their fertility. Where is it functioning totally fine? Where is it not thriving? And then depending on how their case is presenting, we'll put them on a plan and some people are coming in and they just, they have like regular cycles. They're just looking to really maximize each of the phases of the cycle. We treat all four phases of the cycle as they go through them because they all have, they all contribute to the overall fertility and, um, you know, like bringing a lot of circulation through to the ovaries and the uterus and all the microcirculation that's coming through the lining that has a lot to do with how the lining builds, how healthy it is and inviting that implantation to happen in the second half of the cycle after ovulation. and also just the nutrients that are coming through to those follicles as they're developing. And similar to being able to reset or rewire the nervous system, we can also do the same thing with the endocrine system. So if people are having hormonal imbalances, maybe they have slightly irregular cycles or they're just having really rough transitions in their cycles, a mm-hmm. uh, case of PCO, I'm sorry, um, PMS, or, or things like PCOS where, where you know we might even be missing some function there with the ovulation. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little stuck and there's maybe some cysts forming, this sort of thing. We can start to regulate all of that. And so whether somebody actually has something that needs to be corrected or they're just looking to sort of um, maximize or enhance the fertility that they have, we can do that either way. And I work with a lot of people who are trying naturally and they just want to work with the acupuncture and the herbs and, and do natural cycles. And then a whole nother component of the practice is people who are preparing for IVF or going through IVF and we can really influence and and have improved results when we use the chinese medicine in conjunction with ivf a lot mm-hmm. of studies actually at this point because ivf has been around for a while now and it's a it's a researchable um it, technique because things are very measured and people are on certain protocols mm-hmm. so it's one of the areas where there's a lot more research coming out mm-hmm. about acupuncture and and the improved results right. that people see yeah.
0: yeah that's wonderful so if someone were to come in and say they, you know, just wanted some help getting pregnant and they weren't sure if they had any fertility issues, but they've been trying for, you know, like five or six months. Do you do any hormonal testing or do you leave that for they have to go to their OB and get that all done and then come see you?
1: Um, Well, in New York, we're not, we're not, the practitioners, acupuncturists aren't allowed to call for the testing. In California, for example, you can, you can call for the testing. So it's state to state in terms of what you're allowed to test for um, or allowed to call for lab-wise. I will, on their initial valuation, have an understanding of what has already been done and whatever is missing, I will then refer them out to complete any missing lab work because I think that is, you know, with fertility, that's a really critical component. And we want to make sure that we're really checking off all those boxes, both from a Western point and a Chinese medicine viewpoint. So yeah, we are, we're making sure that all of those boxes are checked on the Western side as well.
0: Great. Okay. And so how long does someone typically work with you when they come in for a treatment series? If it's something to
1: do with hormones or cycles or fertility, then three months is a really nice chunk of time because that is, for example, the cycle that a follicle is brewing before it's called to recruitment in a cycle, you know, or a sperm cycle from beginning to end. These are all roughly 90 day cycles in the body. And so if we're looking to affect change in something about the cycles, then about three cycles is a nice period of time to really affect that change. That doesn't mean that they won't begin to see benefits before then. You know, we'll see improvements to the cycle often within the very first cycle of working together. But to really affect change, especially if there are larger imbalances, then we want a minimum of three months time. If somebody's going to be preparing for an upcoming IVF, they'll get the they'll get ideal benefit from working three months before their IVF cycle. But sometimes we don't have that kind of time. People are coming to me and they're you know already going to you know they're gearing up for an upcoming cycle, maybe the next month or in two months and so it's still definitely very much worth it to use that time to prepare and give the body all the resources we can before they go into their cycle.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, that's so interesting. I didn't know about the 90 days of affecting your fertility and that's interesting. Yeah. And is it safe for someone to see you if they're taking medications already? Yeah, that's the great thing about acupuncture is that it pretty much goes with anything.
1: It's it's not in conflict with any other western treatment, it's not in conflict with medications, with procedures. It's just right. such a nice safe adjunct treatment to any of these other Western treatments. We'll change the protocol depending on our end, You know, depending on what they might be doing on the Western end. So for example, where I might use a lot of herbal formulas in preparing somebody for a cycle, then once they're on their cocktail of medications with the IVF, we'll usually withdraw the herbs. We don't want too many cooks in the kitchen as it were. We want to give the body very defined messaging. And so if somebody's on a cocktail of medications, then I'm not going to come in and throw herbs into that mix. It's also the case that a lot of herbs are very regulating for the body. They're there to promote function in the body right. and regular function. And some of the protocols for IVF actually are putting a little bit of a lid on proper function and they're manipulating function. And so the herbs and the medications might work against each other in that case. So it depends on what the medications are, depends what the protocols are, but yes, you will change things around depending on what they're doing with their Western doc.
0: Right, okay. And, you know, if someone were to look up, I hear this a lot from clients. I do have a lot of clients in acupuncture, which is great. But if someone were to Google like acupuncture and see all these results come up in their search, what should they look for in in your opinion, in terms of licensure, someone who's qualified, especially with fertility issues, you really want to find someone who knows what they're doing. Is there certain things people should be looking for when seeking out a practitioner? Yeah. The
1: main thing is that they do want to see a licensed acupuncturist. So that is somebody who's gone through the full training, a full training of acupuncture training, which is a three to four year program, graduate level program. And then it involves taking board exams and getting those, you know, national certifications and then getting licensed in whichever state you're in. So there is such a thing where other types of practitioners, maybe an MD or something like that, they get, they can get little certification courses in acupuncture. But these are very tiny courses. It's a very superficial level of understanding. And it doesn't usually really cover much about Chinese medicine. It's more about, you know, musculoskeletal stuff or, you know, it's it's rather superficial. So when it comes to something like internal medicine, fertility, endocrine, you want somebody who has a who has a very robust understanding of Chinese medicine. I think for fertility in particular, it's really useful to also be trained in the herbal medicine. I think that tends to be a really big component with fertility medicine. So if somebody is Looking for a fertility practitioner, you would want them to be NCCAOM is the name of the certifying board in this country. And so, if they have an NCCAOM certification, then that means that they've gone to an accredited school, they've passed their board exams, they have the training, and that would be training both in acupuncture and in herbal medicine.
0: Right? Yeah, that's that's really helpful to know because I hear a lot from people like, "Who do I see exactly?" And having four years of a master's level program in it for sure.
1: L-A-C, capital L, capital A, lowercase LAC licensed acupuncture is the initials they're going to be looking for after okay. the practitioner's name. Wonderful. So regardless of where they went to school, you know, if they have the proper certification, they'll be in L-A-C.
0: Okay, great. And then I have one more question about um, the supplements. So if someone comes to you for anxiety, do you also have different supplements you might recommend? Yeah, we have a whole arsenal of herbal formulas.
1: There are hundreds of formulas to choose from. But then there are also a handful of supplements that are not Chinese medicine, but they tend to be really safe and really useful for certain anxiety presentations, things that can, you know, maybe regulate the cortisol levels or things that are just sort of calming for the system. So depending on the case, I might use either um, a formula together with some supplements or we might use either or. Yeah, well, we can play around with it, but
0: there are tons of options. Okay, great. Yeah, that's so helpful for people, for sure. It's good to know people have options other than like, Pharmaceuticals or not. You know, people ask me that all the time like, oh, should I, you know, go on Zoloft again or do this again? And that there's so many other options for them to explore too. They're not limited to these, you know, more traditional Western pathways of just pharmaceuticals.
1: Oh, and they're highly effective. I mean, supplements and herbs can be incredibly effective. So So some people, for one reason or another, maybe they do not want to be on medications or maybe they've had an adverse reaction to a medication. Um, You can also use oftentimes in conjunction with medications. So maybe they want to lower their dose of something or they want to be on one medication instead of two. You can do a little bit of mixing and matching with your herbs or supplements together with medications. Um, Again, there's, you know, it's, it's really flexible and there are a lot of options to get the formula just right for that person.
0: And if people want to connect with you or find you or work with you after the show, where can they reach out to find you or book a consultation with you? Sure. The best way is
1: probably my website, which is renwellness.com. That's R-E-N wellness.com. Instagram is the same at renwellness, but from my website, they can book a consultation to come work with me in person. If they're looking for acupuncture or we could work virtually if they don't happen to live right in the city, but they're still looking for more of a telemedicine appointment or some fertility coaching, something like that.
0: Wonderful. Okay, great. And I'll put all that in the show notes. And then you also have a free masterclass on your website and a guide as well. Is that right? Yeah. So from the website, they can download my little quick fertility guide, little freebie
1: guide of some key points for them to review. If anybody who's trying to get pregnant, some common mistakes I see people making and what you can be doing instead. And then the masterclass is really a, it's a four-step fertility framework. So it's just basically wow. my approach to understanding how to very comprehensively address a fertility case. I have an online program that people can participate in that is a three-month program to enhance their fertility over time. And that's, again, for people who are either trying naturally or through IVF. And so, yeah, lots of options in terms of to get the information to people.
0: Oh, great. Thanks. I'll definitely put a direct link in the show notes to that as well. And thank you so much for educating everybody on your knowledge today. It was really helpful.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. It's been really fun. and I'm glad that you are nearby.
0: Yes, definitely. if you found this episode to be at all helpful, please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review us, share this episode with one person you think would really benefit from this information. And remember, bring your anxiety with you wherever you go. Just bring it with you. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information on the subject matter covered It is given with the understanding that neither the host, the guests, the producers, or the publishers are rendering any professional, legal, accounting, clinical, or other professional information. Thanks for listening.